Today on episode 277 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, got an exciting show for you this week because today's topic has been in the news a lot recently. We're going to talk about Bitcoin, what it is, how it works, how you can get started by investing in Bitcoin, whether you want to put hundreds or thousands into it or you just want to start off small like $50 or $100. We'll give you a good overview today as well as some resources that you can use to keep learning. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And I always like to say I explain everything in plain, everyday English rather than those big technical words. And that's especially important when we're talking about something like today's topic. I spend my working hours fixing computers, recovering data from computers that won't boot up, speeding up slow computers, all that stuff. And in most cases, I can fix a computer remotely so the client doesn't have to bring the computer to me and I don't have to leave my home office. So if you need help with your computer, here I am. Just give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 277. So let's get started. Well, today we're talking about Bitcoin. And in fact, it seems like that's what everyone's talking about these days. And that's for good reason, I guess. It's been on a pretty wild ride recently. And who knows, I'm recording this just a couple of days before it gets actually posted on Monday. So by the time you're hearing this, it could be way higher than it is now. Uh, as I record this, the current value of a single Bitcoin is about $17,000. Or by Monday, it could be way lower. Who knows? And I do want to say this right up front. What I'm going to tell you today is not investment advice or financial advice. I'm not an expert on finance or investing and for that type of advice, you should consult a professional who knows what he's talking about. The information I give out today on my blog and here on my podcast is just for entertainment purposes only, okay? That's my legal disclaimer. And throughout the podcast today, I'm going to have a few little sidebars, just some interesting little facts about Bitcoin that make it a pretty cool thing to talk about while we wonder what's actually going to happen with it. And here's the first little tidbit. Did you know that if you bought $10 worth of Bitcoin back in July of 2010, just seven years ago, you know what that would be worth right now? It would be worth over $2 million. That's $2 million US dollars that you would have right now for a $10 investment. All you had to do was buy it back then and hold it until now. Hindsight's 2020, as we always say, but man, sometimes hindsight's kind of a kick in the gut, you know? I mean, we could all be millionaires right now, but there are some people saying that the opportunity is still available. All right, so let's start off with the basics. What is Bitcoin? Basically, Bitcoin is just currency that's digital rather than physical, and it's decentralized. Now, all that means is you don't have to go to a bank to store your Bitcoins. You can store them right on your computer, or you could memorize the keys and store them in your head if you wanted to. That's not usually recommended, though. And you also don't need a government and a bunch of politicians to create and regulate the money. 
If you look on my website today, I posted a video there that gives a pretty good three-minute overview of Bitcoin. And you can see that today at computertutorflorida.com slash 277. And it's right there on that page. Of course, what you hear in the news all the time now is how Bitcoin keeps going up in value. So the question everyone wants to know is, how do you actually get Bitcoin? Well, there are basically three ways you can get it. First off, you can buy it. If you know someone that owns Bitcoin, you can buy it from that person. Or you can create an online account at a site that's called an exchange. You just create your account and connect a credit card or a bank account to it, and you can purchase Bitcoin using your local currency. Here in the U.S., that's the U.S. dollar, but you could use whatever currency you have where you are, although a few countries have put restrictions on it. The second way to get Bitcoin is to earn it. That means you could provide some type of goods or services, and you could allow your customers the option of paying you in Bitcoin. If you want to hire me to fix your computer, you can pay me in Bitcoin. And I'll even give you a discount if you choose to do that. And the third way to get Bitcoin is a little more complicated. You can mine it. M-I-N-E. Just like people mine for gold and mine for coal in the physical earth, in the ground, you can mine for Bitcoin using a computer that's been set up to do that. Now, this part gets pretty technical, but once it's all set up, that computer can just work around the clock to add more Bitcoins or other types of cryptocurrency to your account or your wallet, so to speak. The mining aspect is something I'm just now getting involved in, and if that's something you're interested in, I invite you to join my Facebook group for people that want to mine coins. Just send me an email and I'll invite you to that group. So those are the ways you can acquire Bitcoin. And going back to that first option where you can just buy it, you can do a Google search and see if in your area there are any Bitcoin ATM machines. We have some around here right, over in Tampa. You put in cash and you get Bitcoins or percentages of Bitcoins sent to you. And that brings up a good point I should mention. Even though a Bitcoin is currently valued at around $17,000, you don't have to invest that much in order to get one. You could invest $1,700 and then you'd own one-tenth of a Bitcoin. Or you could spend $170 and you own one one-hundredth of a Bitcoin. So the value of whatever Bitcoin amount you own will still go up or down just on a smaller scale. Okay, enough of those numbers for a while. Let's share another story. Now, this is a true story, and it's part of Bitcoin history. There's a man named Lazio Hanyex, and I really don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly or not. But Lazio was a computer programmer, and he owned some Bitcoins back in 2010. Now, you have to remember, back then, a Bitcoin really had virtually no value at all. It was kind of a, it was just a novelty that no one really took seriously. So Lazio had like 10,000 Bitcoins, which was the equivalent back then of about $25. And on May the 22nd, he performed what many people think to be the first actual purchase using Bitcoins. He paid his friend, another computer programmer, those Bitcoins in exchange for a couple of Papa John's pizzas. Now, if he would have skipped the pizzas and kept the coins they'd be worth around $170 million today. So those are probably the two most expensive pizzas ever purchased. And May the 22nd is still known as Bitcoin Pizza Day. And another question that's being asked by a lot of people is this. Is Bitcoin risky? And the answer is, yes, it is risky. Of course, you can go on Facebook and ask a bunch of questions about it, and you'll have a lot of people responding as if they're experts, but in reality, no one really knows where it's going to go. 
Just a few years ago, no one expected it to even get to $100. Heck, even a month ago, it was only around $4,000, and it's quadrupled just in that short a time. So who knows? It could implode tomorrow and be back to a dollar. Or there are some people saying it could get to $50,000 or $100,000 for a single Bitcoin. There's one guy that says it's going to hit a million dollars. So the forecasts are all over the place. That's why with something this volatile, you should only invest in it with money you can afford to lose. Don't put your rent money into Bitcoin this month in the hope that it's going to double or triple because you don't know that'll happen. No one does. But that's what makes everyone different. I see some people who spend all day watching the numbers going up and down, and they try to time it so that they buy more Bitcoin when it dips, and then they try to sell it when it peaks. And the problem with that is that it's very difficult to do that with any accuracy, and it creates a lot of stress. Doing that all day, I would just, I'd have no fun in that at all. The other type of person is the one who just buys Bitcoin or some other types of coins, which we'll talk about in just a minute and just holds them. Just make the buy or set up an automatic small purchase every week, maybe just a few dollars, and you don't even think about it. Just let them sit there and hopefully over time they grow in value. I can tell you that's a lot less stressful. And in reality, it's probably more profitable in the long run. And by the long run, I'm talking years or even decades. Because think about it like this. Go back to 2010 and let's say you did actually purchase $10 worth of Bitcoin. And then you started tracking it. For some people, they would have sold when the value hit $500. And that would have actually made sense at the time because it would have been an incredible return. Other people might have just kept waiting to see if it goes any higher. But really, can you imagine if your $10 investment got up to where it was worth $50,000 or $100,000? Would you have still let it sit there? I can tell you most people would have cashed out by then. And that would have been a good decision at the time with the information that was available then. So the ones who really made it big are the people that bought some coins, maybe as a sort of a novelty, or maybe they were some geeks that figured out early how to buy a bunch of them, and then they just forgot about them. They didn't really watch the numbers as Bitcoin continued to go up over the years. And then when it started to really hit the mainstream, and we started seeing it in the news more recently, maybe they thought, hey, that's right, I own some of those. And suddenly they realize they're a millionaire. It's kind of like winning the lottery on a ticket you bought years ago. But there's a critical factor here. You have to keep track of that Bitcoin that you own. Since it's digital, it can be stored on your computer. And that brings us to our next interesting little story. James Howells. Probably not a name you ever heard of, but it's another name that's kind of significant in the history of Bitcoin. He's one of the people that decided pretty early on to use a computer to mine Bitcoins and just accumulate them. So he had this computer sitting in his house, just working around the clock and finding Bitcoins for him. But his girlfriend got tired of hearing the noise of this computer working all the time, and she wanted it to stop. So he shut off the computer, and by that time he had acquired about 7,500 Bitcoins. He pulled the hard drive out of that computer and just stuck it in a drawer And then a few years later, he mistakenly threw out that hard drive, just put it in the trash. So the garbage men picked it up, and it ended up at the local landfill. And that was back in 2013. Of course, now he realizes what was on that hard drive. And if he had that drive now, it would be worth over $100 million. And presumably, it's still there in that landfill, but now it has four years worth of trash on top of it. He's trying to get the local town to allow him to go in with equipment and search the landfill for that hard drive. 
and I suppose he'd give the town a percentage of the value. And I'm sure if that drive ever gets found, we'll probably hear about it in the news. Now, another question I hear sometimes is, is Bitcoin actually a legitimate currency? And that's a fair question. I mean, why own a currency if you can't actually use it to buy something, right? Now, way back in the early days, like I mentioned earlier, it was mostly a novelty. But now there are quite a few well-known companies who have decided to accept Bitcoin as a payment option. And some of these you've probably heard of. Intuit, which is QuickBooks. The Dish Network. There's some Subway locations that'll take it. Newegg, an online electronics dealer. Etsy, or rather some dealers on Etsy will accept it. Overstock, and even Microsoft. And if you hire me for computer services, I'll take Bitcoin payment as well. And like I said, you'll probably get a discount if you pay with Bitcoin. So here we are. For people that are convinced that Bitcoin is legitimate and that it's not going away anytime soon, the next question is, how do you get started? What's the next step you need to take in order to actually own a little Bitcoin yourself? What I recommend is opening an account at an online exchange. Now, the most popular one, and probably the one that's the most user-friendly, is one that's called Coinbase. My affiliate link for that is computertutorflorida.com forward slash Coinbase. That's C-O-I-N-B-A-S-E. This is the exchange that I started on, and I still use it. And if you use that link, then when you buy or sell $100 worth, then you and I each get $10 worth of Bitcoin as a bonus just for, when, just for signing up. And it's really easy to sign up there. You create your account, then you connect your credit card to the account, and then you just use that to purchase Bitcoin in whatever amount you want. Now, there will be limits, but you probably don't want to put thousands of dollars in it right off the bat anyway. What I would recommend is that you get whatever amount you're comfortable with, and then just let it sit there. You know, watch it fluctuate for a few days or a week and get comfortable with using that site. Once you have your account set up there, you'll see there are a couple other coins listed there that you can also buy. One of them is called Ethereum, and the other one is called Litecoin. And these are both very popular also, and they've had also amazing returns over the last several months. You just don't hear about them in the news because Bitcoin's the name that everyone knows, so that's what they talk about. But you can buy these other coins as well if you want. I own some of those too. The main rule you want to follow in this is to not put in any more money than you can afford to lose. This type of investing is very volatile, so don't take your money that's supposed to pay the rent next week and just hope to double it. Like I said, this is not a good plan. So that's kind of an overview of how Bitcoin works. Now, I also want to give you a few other resources where you can go if you want to dig a little deeper into this and learn some more. Coinbase, like I already mentioned, is a good exchange to start with. Another exchange is called Binance. It's like the word finance, but with a B instead. My affiliate link for that one is computertutorflorida.com forward slash Binance. And this is another exchange, but instead of just Bitcoin and a couple of others, there are lots of different coins on there that you can research and you can buy them if you want. For a good online explanation of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general, I'd recommend something called My Crypto Guide. And you can see that at mycrypto.guide. That's M-Y-C-R-Y-P-T-O dot G-U-I-D-E. I especially like chapter four, where it talks about several specific coins and the pros and cons of each one. So it can be helpful if you want to branch out and purchase or mine coins other than just the most popular ones. Another website is Coindesk, and that's at coindesk.com. It's a general cryptocurrency news site where you can get all the up-to-date news on what's going on. 
it's kind of like, if you look at it, you, you might think of it kind of like MSN.com, but just about cryptocurrency and without all the celebrity news junk. And since you, I know, are into podcasts, the podcast I would recommend is Crypto 101. It's kind of geared toward people that are just learning about this, so there's some really good basic information in there. And you might want to download some of the earlier episodes just to get some good tutorials on some of the basics. And the host seems really knowledgeable, too, and he's just easy to listen to. And that's it. Hopefully this gives you enough information to at least get started, if you want to, anyway. Or maybe it's enough information to make you say, no way I want any part of that. Either way, good to know a little bit more of what it's all about. And a quick thank you to all of you that shop at Amazon through my referral link and support the show. That link is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. And when you shop there, Amazon sends me a little referral commission. And it costs you the same either way, so that's how you can support the show and not spend any more money than you would anyway. And as always, I love to hear from you. What do you think about Bitcoin? And is there a computer problem or question that you'd like to have explained or something you'd like to learn how to do? Let's hear it. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless. Last night, my wife called me a wimp. I almost said something.